Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. Today is September 13th, 2020, and I'm broadcasting from Sag Harbor. I'm out here on vacation. I'm sitting in the kitchen. I got my computer up, and I'm doing the weekly weather while I'm on vacation. And it was a beautiful day today. Had an amazing meal of scallops and mashed potatoes. And last night, an absolutely fabulous birthday celebration with my friends who I'm playing with out here on Sag Harbor. And two of them are here at the kitchen table. You guys want to weigh in? Hi. Hi. So they're hanging out because they normally listen to the podcast, but now they're here hearing it live. And you are hearing it live as we go forward. So this is a week of uh, energetic changes. Remember, Mars stationed last week, and he's now going backwards, and he's going to go backwards till November 13th. So you're going to feel stuff reverse. We also had Jupiter stationed today around 8 o'clock, and he is now going forward. And he's back at where he was in March when he stationed the last time. And over the next couple weeks, we're going to have Saturn station direct and Pluto station direct. Last week, we had Athena. So Jupiter station direct tonight at 8.40 p.m. um, And kind of said, okay, I'm going forward now. And he's going to fly forward full steam ahead until he gets to Aquarius in December. And this is a wrap-up of him in Capricorn. But he's going back. He's back in March. And we know it's retrogrades. We retrace the steps. So we're going to feel like we're kind of back to the future, you know. And the beauty of these retrogrades is they give us an opportunity to revise and redo. So when Jupiter went forward, he kind of said, hey, I'm going to make everything really big. And, of course, we know what happened in March. The pandemic arrived. And then when he stopped, he said, okay, maybe you're going to figure out how to handle it. And now he's going forward again, and he's going to say, did you figure it out? Let's roll. And, of course, I always think of Jupiter you know, he's a big gassy guy, and whoever he gets near, he makes it bigger. He makes it bigger. And now he's going to go forward, and he's, like, ready to grow things. Um, so that's good and bad. You know, if you're growing things that are helpful and you like them, that's a good thing. If you're growing things that you're not so sure about, this is an opportunity when he gets into his little tussle with Mars because um, they're going to fight two more times. Um, we'll see. How you like it. And and one of the things that's been happening, we had those hammers of Thor, which brought up stuff into the into our face, had to see it, had to look at it. We had Mars stop last week at on Wednesday. We had a lot of stuff come out. I mean, and of course Mercury's in Libra. So it was all about words. And Mercury in Libra is, well, there's two sides to every story. But there were a lot of books published, and there'll be a lot more published this next couple weeks as Mercury goes forward and squares the COVID planets, as well as he's telling the tales. And back when Mercury was hanging out with the Capricorn planets, we got the word of the pandemic arriving. Now we have Woodward's tapes. And, you know, it's just all sorts of stuff. So your job, and remember, these are cardinal planets. So they move quickly. So I was last week, I was like, every time I open my Yahoo, I'm like, Yahoo, I, call, I always call it Yahoo. But I open my Yahoo, I go, what happened? What happened? And you want to kind of think of your life that way a little bit. What happened? What is that? What happened? And then investigate a little bit. Because part of this is a lot of stuff getting thrown at us. And it's kind of like when you watch those guys juggling the plates, 
and they're juggling, they're juggling, they're juggling. And, you know, you see like six plates pinning on this, you know, spinning on those sticks and the guy runs around. Remember those, that TV show? Or I think it was probably Ed Sullivan or something like that. Some of your young ones might not remember it. But, you know, we're juggling a lot of stuff. And with Mars retrograde, it's going to come crashing down, right? It's going to, plates are going to fall. And as they fall, our job is to look at them and we go, oh, that one fell. Ooh, that one fell. And that's okay, too. Sometimes we're juggling too much stuff, right? So I've been in this meditation group that started with a COVID clump. And then it shifted recently and it went to every other week. And then just today, I got a note from the woman who's been leading the meditation, the wonderful Joanne, Joanna, and uh, she said, hey, you know, I think I have to change this and stop for a while. And I was like, yeah, this is Mars retrograde. We all have to regroup. We all have to think about things. We all have to come up with our plan. And for many of us, we've been juggling a lot of stuff. And our job is to look and say, hey, you know, like, based on what I know I'm supposed to be doing in my heart of hearts, whatever that is, and we all have a purpose. We all are here on earth with a chart. We all encourage us. We all are encouraged to live our chart to the highest. And the reason we're all here going through this pandemic together is because that's what we're supposed to do. And our job with this energy, as Mars goes backwards, he says, reconsider some of the structures in your life and figure out where you can focus your energy, what's important to you. And, of course, in my case, um, you know, having gotten over COVID recently, one of the things that I was a little, you know, I expected my energy to come back like 90 miles an hour again. And it's, you know, it's back, but it's not like back. You know, it's not the way I think it should be. And I think that's part of the journey here, too, is looking at what the reality is. And figuring out, well, how much can I actually do? And where is it important for me to focus my intention, to focus my energy, to figure out what I'm doing? Now, this week, we're going to have a really, really delicious new moon in Virgo. And Rose and I have been really busy, so the the ability to sign up for her and even the day we're having it, I'm not even really sure, probably Wednesday night at 930 um, or 8, whatever time we usually do it, 7.30 Wednesday. But it isn't up on the website yet, so um, we'll send an alert out for it. But Because the new moon is Thursday morning, and it's in Virgo at 7 in the morning, um, which is a juicy, juicy time to have a uh, new moon. Get up bright and early, and the moon is rising. The sun is rising in the horizon, so it helps you set the course. But this new moon is very powerful. It's the last degrees of Virgo, and the ascendant is the last degree of Virgo. And it is trining all the Capricorn planets. And it also is working really hard um, with the part of fortune because they're all kind of connected and related. So that new moon is 7 in the morning, East Coast time. Um, And it has, of course, the Mars retrograde, but it's not, it's coming in to square the COVID planets. So it's asking us to make adjustments. And it's also coming into form and in conjunct with the moon and, and sun, where we really have to look at our lives and figure out what our choices are. The sun and the moon also squares the nodes of fate this week. So we're going to be asked to make fated, F-A-T-E-D, choices about the path of our life and what direction we want to head in. And because the north node is in Gemini, we're going to have to do it twice. 
part one, part two, step A, step B. And, you know, I've been, you know, trying to catch up on emails here out on vacation just because I got a month of emails I haven't read and I have people I owe things to. So in both cases, I sent stuff two different places. I sent stuff in and I got it bounced back saying, I oh, could you just maybe do this or this instead. And I'm like, of course, North Node and Gemini, I got to do it twice. So you got to build in the got to do it twice factor. It's not going to go smoothly, not one and then done. It's two and then hopefully done. And so honoring that, um, you know, and Virgo likes to revise things too. They edit, they tweak, they fix. So it's really what you're doing is you're revising the direction of your life. And all the work you've been doing, you know, we all been doing, since these planets met up in Capricorn at 22, and now this new moon in January last year, this new moon is at 25, and it's directly trining the Saturn, hard trine, you know, good, I mean, it's a hard trine in the sense that it's an Earth trine, and it's having this adjusting energy to the Mars and Aries. It's saying to you, how are you going to spend your precious time? How are you going to spend your precious life? What's the thing you really want to pay attention to? Why? Why is that the most important? And in the quiet that we've had, in the silence that we've had, in many way, uh, in many way, we are asked, in many ways, we are asked to work with, um, work with it on a deeper level, work with it on a more spiritual level, what's the object appearing, What's the object that we're looking at? You know, all the people that are living with all those fires in California and Washington and Oregon. Uh, one of the people I'm out here, at, you know, having vacation with, we're all socially distancing, I just want to say. Um, she came in and she was talking to someone in Oregon tonight and she said, we can't breathe. We can't breathe. And, of course, the COVID and, of course, the George Floyd and, of course, all the fires. Mother Earth is on fire. We're on fire. How are we using that passion? How are we using that, that inspiration to us, the vision to us? And those fires, when you watch them, I mean, I was watching some stuff on them and just amazed the power of the vision, the power of the fire, the power of the destructive force. But also we know that after the fire, there's a renaissance, there's a rebirth. We know that after... Uh, every pandemic or war, there's a renaissance and a rebirth. And so that's also what we're looking for here is like how, what's important to you? What is that about and why? And how do you need to revise your life so that you're paying more attention with your time? Saturn rules time. You're paying more attention to your power. Pluto rules power. And you're paying more attention to your purpose and your relationships and your spiritual path, and Jupiter rules those. So this is interesting times for all of us. And it's really important, you know, with all these planets stopping and with Mars retracing his steps, we're going to find out a lot of stuff as he goes backwards. And it may not be stuff you like. You may not like it. You may go, I don't, I don't really like knowing that. I'm totally cool with that. But these planets are designed to show they're designed to expose. They're designed to have you take action. Remember, 
opening squares, which is Mars, which is what Mars is doing to the COVID clump, requires us to take an action step. Makes us take it's it's called opening squares are always crisis of action. They ask us to go. Yeah, it looked all real good back on that new moon when Mars was hanging out in the Capricorn planets in Mars. That looked okay, but now that we've actually seen it roll out. What have we learned? How have we learned it? What have we figured out? And why have we figured it out? And, of course, the um, the energy, we all have the COVID clump somewhere in our, in our chart. So we're all having a pandemic somewhere in our chart. We're all having revolution, renovation, transformation taking place. So our job is to really look at where we've been working so hard since July 25th. And now as Mars goes backwards, go, okay, between now and November, 13th, I have to get my stuff together um, and figure out that what I want to do because when it goes forward in November, it's full steam ahead. Nothing's stopping. And that's the goal. That's the vision. So that's the energy of this week. That new moon in Virgo is going to be very inspirational because it's trying to the Capricorn planets. And it is going to say to you, are you focused? Are you clear? Do you know what you want? And if not, Mars and Aries retrograde, adjust your life. So Joanna, I knew when she she loves the meditation group, and it's an hour on Sunday. And, you know, it's wonderful for all of us that attend, but it's also not what she's supposed to be doing right now. Not what she's supposed to be doing. So she said, I know I'm not supposed to be doing it, so I'm going to stop it. And And that's good. That's good. She taught us a lot. But it also is hard because it's sad. But it, that's what this energy is about. I, both of my assistants are moving. Rose and her fiancé are moving to New Jersey. My other assistant is moving. My oldest assistant, she's not been my assistant for a year and a bit, but she's moving back to California. They're both moving November. You know, they're leaving. Kate's leaving and driving across the country in October, and Rose's close date is November 2nd on her condo. So changes, changes, changes. Look where you're making changes. Look where your life is shifting. And that's the energy we want to embrace. And the rest of the stuff, you may have to say, you know, I can't do that. I have to pause. Or, you know, that looks really delicious to me, but I just don't have any room. Oh, I'd love to do that with you. But, you know, I have to spend my time here. And it really is a time that is asking us to focus our intentions and our, our options and our choices in a positive way. So as you can guess, when we have one of those weeks, <laughs> it's full of exciting energy, right? Uh, because we're going for it. And we are going to have a new moon ritual probably Wednesday night because I'm on vacation. Rose and I didn't coordinate that before I took off. So uh, stay tuned. Watch the website. We'll put it on Facebook. Um, and we'll send, put it in the newsletter we send out tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. Or you just didn't get it together. <laughs> Again, how's our priorities, right? So, um, so this week when we look at the closing aspects for the moon, uh, the moon has, uh, you know, it's in Leo now. It went into Leo this morning around 1130. East, these are all East Coast times. And its closing aspect, of course, is a lovely trine to Mars and Aries. And that's going to happen on the September 15th. And then he's void for about three hours on September 15th. And he goes into Virgo, where he has his new moon. And he is going trine at 7.07 a.m. And the new moon is, of course, at 7 a.m. 
or 7.41, he goes void on the 17th, and he's trying to Saturn. So the new moon, the last aspect it makes, Virgo moons are so happy when they're trying to Saturn because the work is productive. He goes void on the 17th at 7.41, um, and then he enters Libra. Now, the Libra moon has a closing aspect that he enters Libra at 2.55 p.m. on the 17th, and the closing moon for that is an opposition to Mars. So a lot of the stuff that's going to happen on that first new moon, that Libra moon right after on the 17th, 18th, and it goes void at 10.28 a.m. on the 19th, a lot of stuff on those is separating, letting go, getting rid of. And then on the 19th at 2.32 p.m., moon goes into Scorpio with great closing aspect of a sextile to the sun, sun and moon fertile. So anything on this new moon you want to release, get rid of, banish from your life, send it off and not have it come back, do the ritual on the 17th through the 19th at 10.28 in the morning. If you want to grow something and have it get big and juicy, you do it on the 19th anytime after 2.32 p.m. Or you do it in that 40 minutes at 7 in the morning on September 17th. You can do it then, too. But I kind of like them to have the moon to have a little energy. So I'm going to definitely do a ritual on the 19th when the moon goes into Scorpio at 2.32 p.m. And then it goes void on the 21st at 2.12 p.m. And then an hour later, it enters Sagittarius at 3.31 p.m. on the 21st with a closing aspect, of course, of the trine to Mars. So the Scorpio moon and the Sag moon is great to do stuff on. Libra moon is full of breakup energy. Because you're going to be going, you know, I just can't do this anymore. I have to change this. I have to shift this. I have to give it a different, a different approach. And so that's going to happen on the, uh, the, the Libra moon with the 17th, 18th, 19th. Or you're going to say goodbye. You're going to say, hey, this is done. I got to go. And all of those are good. You know, I, would, I always encourage, you know, there was, when I was young, I used to always have a really hard time with endings. I still don't like them. Um, they always make me sad, you know, like I say on the Scorpio, I get it. I don't like things to end, but, but if you have a ritual of ending or you have a ritual that supports, Hey, maybe I'm good to let this go. That helps a lot. It helps a lot. And back a while back when the Marie Kondo craze was running around and you throw all your clothes on the bed and you hold it up and you go, does this give me joy? <laughs> and if it didn't, you had to put it in the no pile. And if it did, you got to keep it. You know, look at your life and see what gives you joy, what gives you pleasure, what makes you happy. I was, you know, I have the CSA, which delivers a lot of vegetables. And so I don't actually like to eat the stuff I cook. I just like to cook it, right? I mean, I eat it, but I'm also like, I'm really in the mood to make soup. So I want to make the soup. I want to smell the soup. And I may have a cup or two of it and then not eat the rest of it. Because I really like the act of creating it, right? And so you want to kind of look at what gives you joy. So I was kind of feeling guilty because I was throwing away some stuff I had cooked and not really eaten very much of. But I was like, well, because I'm on vacation, you know, you throw it away because otherwise it's nasty when you get home. Uh, I was like, well, <laughs> I get the joy from this part of it. I don't get the joy from that part of it. That's the other thing you can do with this Virgo moon. Negotiate what part you want to work on, right? What part works for you as opposed to what part doesn't work for you because that's going to be 
the space you want to stand in. You know, so the, there's five of us out here at, at the house, and everybody has certain things they do well. We've all been here a few times because my hostess, the lovely Sonia, um, has, you know, graciously invited us. But we all get to the house. We all have our rooms. <laughs> we all know where we're staying. We all have our little routines, who does what, who's good at doing the dishes, who's good at setting the table, who's good at hanging out and talking. You know, everybody kind of has their stuff. And, you know, three of them walked into town this week, and Sonia and I were, this today, earlier, and Sonia and I were sitting talking, and she goes, I just feel like the house is filled with so much pink love. And we're, it's a very congenial group. We get along really well. We travel together. Everybody has a good time. You know, we all kind of have our skills. We went out for dinner tonight, and Carol um, solved, you know, did numerology on all of us over dinner. It was really cool. We had a paper menu, and she wrote on the back. It's like this, where you want to collaborate? Where do you feel connected? Who do you feel connected to? And it might be somebody different than you're used to feeling connected to. So as we go forward and we look at the rest of the week, we see that the sun this week is going between 21 Virgo and 28 Virgo, coming up to the season ingress for Libra. So he has a couple of trines this week. He has a trine to Pluto on the 14th, which is let me see it, let me expand it. He does have a little argument on the 16th when he talks to the goddess of discord. He has a square to the nodes asking you to make a choice that happens on September 16th. And then the new moon happens on the 17th. Like, this is the choice I'm going to make. And then he has a trine to Saturn, sun trine Saturn on the 17th. Moon trines, you know, right away. And then Saturn goes void, 7.41 in the morning. But then the sun comes along and trines at 5.36 p.m. on the 17th. So that's like, let's bring it out. Let's grow it. Let's get it out in the world. It sounds like fun. And then there's also an adjusting aspect on the 19th where you might have to give somebody, you know, some bad news. Or you might say, you know, think I need to change this because the inconjunct from the sun to the Mars is how does that direction shift? Then Mercury this week, very active. And, of course, he entered Libra last week. So now we have all these books. We have Bob Woodward. We're going to have – we have Michael Cohen come out. Uh, we have, we've got a few more arriving so books are words, words are papers, papers are documents, papers are bills. So September 12th through the 21st, Mercury moves uh, from 10 Libra to 22 Libra. Right? So he's moving at uh, 12 degrees, which is basically two degrees a day. So he's pretty fast. He's in air. He is giving you information. He's telling you things you need to know or pay attention to or figure out how you're going to work with. He also is squaring the COVID clump as, you know, starting when his, with his square with Athena, the 13th. So Mercury is going to be squaring things and asking you to look at stuff, asking you to think about things, asking you to understand the balance. Mercury also has an argument on the 15th when he has the contraparallel to Mars. He's like, I don't want to know that. It's like, well, you may not want to know it, but that's the truth. You need to look at it. And understand it. He also adjusts his home or his housing, and that's on the 15th when he is in a sextile to Vesta. And then he, Mercury squares Jupiter on the 17th. And that's like, I told you, you need to know about this. <laughs> and then he comes and he has an adjusting aspect then to Neptune on the 18th. Maybe you don't want to know this, but you need to know this. And then he has a square to Pluto on the 21st, which is, I told you, I've been mentioning this. I've been bringing it up. And it's kind of like 
we were talking about it uh, here at the table. You know, when you say something once, you say it twice, you say it three times, people hear it. And in my old life as a salesperson, you know, the thing was tell them what you're going to tell them, then tell them, then tell them what you told them. You know, you do it three times because people need to hear it a couple times before it goes in. That's what Mercury is doing this week. So listen to what you're told. Whatever you were told, whether you like it or you don't, you're going to hear it three times. You're going to hear it when he squares Athena on the 13th. You're going to hear it when he squares Jupiter on the 17th. You're going to hear it when he squares Pluto on the 21st. And then next week when he squares Saturn, he's going to say you've got to make some choices. So this is a really important week for Mercury decisions. Remember, Mercury is answering to the Virgo sun. He's in charge of the Virgo sun. So he's saying to the Virgo sun, look at your choices. Look at your options. Figure it out. Why? What can you do? Why can you do it? What's important? And how? How do you want to spend your life? You know, and you may find that it's something you love and you just go, you know, I can't do it. Or it's something that you started with really good intentions, but you just know that you have to retreat from it because it's important to do something else. Or you may be, you know, I finished that and it's done and I'm moving on. You know, so when my assistant Kate wrote me that she was moving back to California um, and doing, you know, running a U-Haul and driving across the country and I'm like, oh, and then she's like, well, my time in New York is done and I know it. I'm like, yeah, I know. Look at where your time is done because that you're going to make decisions around that as Mercury squares these planets. He's going to go, I think I'm finished here. It's a closing psychological square from Mercury's perspective, and it's an action go do it square from Mars's perspective. Wow, that didn't come out right. And so forward we go. Venus this week, happy uh, for the most part. She's likes being in Leo. She's light in Leo. She likes to have fun in Leo. She does have to make some choices on the 17th when she has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate. And she also has a square to Uranus on the 15th. So there can be some really interesting choices about your fate and your purpose. There also is, Venus has some health aspects this week uh, that are pretty stressful because she has an aspect to Pluto and she has an aspect to Saturn. Um, so we can probably hear, you know, because every, everything lately health-wise is COVID. Um, there can be stuff there. And her path this week is from 7 Leo to uh, 17 and a half Leo. And then she also has um, she also has a quintile to Neptune on the 18th, which gives her some new dreams to work on, and then she has an adjusting health aspect on the 21st to Jupiter. So Venus and Leo is kind of working with stuff and trying to figure it out. And as she goes through this week, you know, she's going to be adjusting her vision and trying to come up with a new vision. And then she's going to be, and that's going to be on the 17th, a new plan, a new idea. And then next week, she has hard aspects to the COVID boys. So... Um, Venus is making choices, and she's also, she's in Leo. That's why I say to you, make your choice of joy. Make your choice about joy. What brings you joy? What brings you happiness? Happiness is a little more elusive than joy, because joy can be in moments. Joy can be in, in, uh, in the second, in the, in the second of gratitude. And that's important to kind of think about what you're grateful for and why, because that's an important component of this time, when we are joyful, it doesn't feel like work. 
It doesn't feel hard. It feels like something we want to participate in, we want to do. Where is the joy in your life? If there isn't any, your 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 life. You gotta you gotta look for the joy. You gotta work for the joy. Nobody's gonna give you your own joy. Nobody's gonna make you happy. Nobody's gonna give you what you want. You're responsible for that. That's what the Saturn and Pluto Jupiter planets are teaching us. We're all responsible for our choices. We're responsible for our life. Um, then we did the Jupiter station. Mars is pokey. He's basically 28 Aries, not doing much this week. But he is in breakup mode on the 14th, just saying. People are going to be in the mood to break up or have a fight and then maybe break up when the moon's in Libra at the end of the week. Um, Jupiter is basically at 17 cap. Uh, Vesta's not doing anything. Oh, Juno and her Scorpio on the 20th. And she's very passionate when she's in Scorpio. Um, so that's important. And then Note of Fate works with Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 18th. So look at who you're annoyed at. Sometimes they need to go too. Or you need to change your relationship to them and say, you know what? That's just not really working for me. I think I want a different option. And choose the option. You aren't stuck. We have free will. We have choice. This is such a powerful time. We're going to have a renaissance on the other side of it. And part of our job is getting ready for that renaissance, even when it's hard. That, that sense of hope, that sense of vision, that sense of what's really important to us. And focus on the light. Focus on the hope. Focus on the love. Focus on what brings you joy, what makes you happy. And on that note, I'm going to sign off and send you off into your year, into your week, into your rest of your life with uh, wishes and jo- wishes for joy, happiness, peace, and love. You may find that space in your heart that is really where the joy resides. And I want you to look for joy this week. It doesn't have to be long. It can be the dog chasing the squirrel. <laughs> it can be, you know, we're saying, Sonia has this great Pyrenees. It's a Pyrenees mixed with a uh, big white dog. It's a big dog. Mer- Merlin's big. And he comes over, and when he wants you to pet him, he just whacks your arm, like, with his nose, and he's like, pet me, pet me. And it's like, you want to just pet him, because he's like this big Burmese, Grand Pyrenees. He's a great Pyrenees. He's a mix. He's, so he's got the two. He's a big boy. And, <laughs> and so, you know, if you're not, he wants attention. He gets it. He says, I want a little joy. I want a little pet. And so look where you want to pet yourself, where you want to give yourself joy and happiness this week. It's really... What else do we have? Right. So Anne Ortley, signing off from the kitchen table uh, where there's some beautiful sunflowers and my listeners both went to bed, <laughs> which is what I'm going to do now too. So I wish you a great week and there will be a new moon, uh, new moon webinar sometime this week, which we'll fi- Rose and I will figure out tomorrow because I completely eluded me this weekend that we didn't book it until I went to look at the show and go, No, it's not in the calendar, so I don't even know when to say it's happening. And, oh, the link isn't set up either, so I guess it's not there yet. So it'll get there, and we'll be moving along forward into the Virgo moon. But it is a great, great moon for ritual. So the first couple days are Libra. Eh, Don't do it on that unless you want to blow something out of your life. But the Scorpio moon, the Sag moon, great aspects. And that would be anytime. So do the ritual this week, anytime. After 2.32 p.m. on September 19th, that's East Coast time. 
And take care. Wish you all a great week. Bye. Catch you next week from the Bright Red Desk. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.